Hey guys, this is a video game based podcast called Get in the Car Gamer. The opinions and ideas expressed within are solely ours. They should not be taken seriously by anyone. So lighten up or light up and enjoy the show. Hey, get in the car, gamer. Round one, fight! What's going on, everybody? How you doing? I feel like I'm really loud in my ears right now. Turn down just, a little just bit. a little smidge, buddy. Thank you. Uh, welcome to Get in the Car Gamer. I am Josh Lamar, and with me as always... Kevin Clay. Uh, we are here, baby, and uh, I hope you guys are doing wonderful. I hope uh, your day is... It's Monday, uh, mm. the 16th of October. It's already half over. It's... Uh, Flying. Flying. Over half over, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah, we passed that mark a while ago, but... It's it's towards the end of the year. It's fucked up. It's it, and uh, as as you heard from our like when we did our release schedule, a fucking ton of games come out a month. Like I was just talking with my friends. How how are you supposed to? Let's not even go to purchase. How are you supposed to play and beat these all these games? Like you gotta like pick one out of five, basically, to give a fuck about. Yeah, I know. It's like we're living like there's not going to be a another another game. gaming tomorrow. You know, oh shit, like a children of of man situation. Maybe like one day there are no more games ever came out. No more video games, and then someone just like has comes up with one, makes a video game, and, <laughs> and they then, just come up with one. Yeah, why hasn't nobody made one in such hmm. a long time? Just just red lasers <laughs> outside his house. Uh, we got a great podcast for you guys today. We are going to be talking about. Um, a new uh, RPG game called Space Wreck. Looks pretty neat. Looks really sick. Um, we're going to be talking about the Analog a three, uh, 3D. It uh, plays Nintendo 64 games. Yeah. At 4K. Kind of neat. And then at the end of the podcast, we're going to be talking about um, basically how <laughs> big gaming. We're going to be talking about uh, how, how lucrative. How big gaming is. The industry can be as a whole. Oof. Which... I'm sure it's a sickening amount of money. And we're hearing from like one of the ma- one of the man, like one of the people behind the, the whole travesty it's, the, itself, the head of EA. That's that'll be his thoughts on the fuck. How much money can be wrung from, <laughs> from this stone? How do we t- uh, trick children into gambling on these boxes? M- more. more. I need a little bit more. All right, well, uh, before we get into all that, Kevin, what have you been up to? Man, I'm playing pretty much the same shit as I did before. I did play a quick run of Hotline Miami. Oh, okay. Snuck that in. Yeah, you beat that game in about two hours. It's almost like, oh, I wanted to hear the music. Mm. You know, so I just turned on the the soundtrack maker and played it. (laughs) Oh, nice. Uh, Then that was fun. Um, But no, I really, what I've been up to is you showed me that fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and it was Oh, I know, dude. We, uh, I'm glad you got to watch that. I've, I think that's like my third time watching it. But I, don't, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say that because no. the TMNT, uh, no. mutants may, or mayhem, yeah, mutant, mutant mayhem, mayhem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was awesome. I am like, it made me, it filled me with a joy. Like I was like, oh, not only did I enjoy this movie, 
But like, I know for a fact, my little nephew was like, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are the fucking sickest thing to ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. They're they're like, no, all right, that's it. They uh, done. They 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 redid it and they did it justice, super justice. They they caught the essence of it. They, super well done. They knew what they were doing, and it, and the cast is awesome. There's like a bunch of people in it. A lot of people that have uh, that also touched the what was it? Uh, Trent Reznor did the part of this. He was half the soundtrack or half the person working on it. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, that was Shit's also that was nuts m- to find out. Pretty crazy. Like, uh, if you look at like movies Trent has done, um, Nickelodeon's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the Social Network, Gone Girl, Watchmen, uh, Patriots Day. Yeah, he's done Watchmen. a lot of movie. Yeah, th- yeah, the fucking three hour long one. Oh yeah. Oh, Lost Highway, that fucking r- ridiculous movie I had you watch. Yeah, but, but I do stand behind how sick wait, that was. Wait, that was a Trent Reznor. That was a Trent Reznor. Uh, That's an old one music. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a younger Trent seven. Reznor. Trent did seven? seven. Yeah, no. I mean, as long as Google's not fucking me. Damn. But yeah, you know, RZA does that too. But it's all kung fu movies. It's so ill. You know what so I mean? Like, that's all he does is. Mm. Like, he's just like, yo, I'm gonna make beats for this fucking kung fu movie. Yeah, so uh, I, I'm just like, I, if you fuck with, if you fucked with the turtles, basically, if you like are a male and like have a pulse, and you're like between the ages of zero and ninety nine, you probably ought to see the new turtles flick. It fucking rocks. Did you get a Discord notification? I did. Nice. You know, I got, I got a few. We got a Discord moderator here. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe it i love how that's been a joke lately you know what's super bad is that like everyone listening to our podcast is gonna go oh they're gonna gonna look at their phone and be like what the fuck was that (laughs) uh but yeah so i just fucking sick that'd be a funny um and yet really annoying uh podcast where like it's like an innocuous podcast or maybe it's a podcast about something but you like purposely put like sounds of stuff (sighs) happen like a doorbell Oh, or God. like uh, some weird knock on the door. Uh, that sound that only dogs can hear. So just Your like dogs, just, yeah, yeah, just screaming. Dude, you're just you're just cutting onions, listening to fucking like you know whatever, and you, your dog just comes and is like you're freaking the fuck <gasps> out. <laughs> no, oh boy, that's actually hilarious. Check us out when we put out our dog whistle podcast. That'll be sick. I mean, I have always wanted April to do Fools. some like Eric Andre esque like like podcasts that are just ridiculous and you know absurdist. No, I'm into it. So I'm into that. We could do that. Do um, that. <laughs> all right, let's get into this jazz malaz. Absolutely. A uh, PC gamer article is what we got, and written by Jonathan Bolding. This uh, article, dude, that's a British dude. Just Bolding. Jonathan Bolding. Jonathan Bolding. <laughs> At your service, <laughs> at, for the Queens. Here's a remarkable open-ended sci-fi. No, see, I, see, I've been working on my Australian too much, and I, and I tried to do it's a British, so and it hard. slid right Dude, into it. Dude, it's so hard. Like, I, I, for a minute, thought I would never be able to do a British accent again. I had worked so hard on Australia. Like, I was like, I I'm gone. I can't separate them. Yeah, but you can. You're, you, you'll, you'll come back. All right. Uh, I'm glad to. I'm, I'm super happy about that. So look at this fucking sick-ass game, yo. Uh, this game is called Space Wreck. It's an indie RPG. Uh, the, uh, bit, 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 Jonathan here, he says, the indie RPG scene is basically solely responsible for keeping the torch of the old school isometric RPG burning. Wow. Uh, the spirit of 
the spirit of those games, those old games inherited from the tabletop role-playing. Do whatever. Be someone weird. Uh, have your choices truly matter. Nobody's immortal. Aren't very feasible to implement in a fully voiced, richly animated world of modern AAA RPGs. Sure. Uh, not that Boulder's Great 3 didn't do almost all of that anyway at massive time and expense, mind you. Yeah, we get it. Baldur's yeah, Gate yeah, 3 yeah. was good. Sure. Uh, so that's why I'm telling you about Space Wreck, and, uh, which is after a year or so on my radar and finally released a lovingly animated, deeply complex, and very interesting game. Space Wreck is about the length of a movie, but offers widely Whoa. different ways to take on many challenges in your character's quest to find the just the precise gear that you need to escape and uh, escape repair their broken spa- uh, spaceship. Mm. Basically, you're trying to find the stuff to make your spaceship get off the planet. You're just like, I gotta get it. I gotta go. I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a demo that goes right into the full game uh, if you want to try it out. Junk space being the network of wrecked space debris you find yourself stranded on. A, a former salvage operation gone wrong after the workers' revolt made the corporate over- overlords decide to just straight up abandon the place. <laughs> You'll just uh, you'll you'll make a character and then dive in, not worrying about levels after you start, and it's just a few hours long. But rather worrying about how to use your, but rather than worrying about how to use your skill sets to make it through the world. Okay, I mean, it looks cool. It does. Like like if you first of all like I switched to the second one, but like number one, right. this if this is your cutscenes, this is tits. You're basically playing a DOS game, like in the cutscenes, right. which is gnarly. And look how, like, you can see the dude's like has male pattern baldness. Oh, going absolutely! Out. He's got like dimples and his crooked mustache. It's like funny how accurate. Can you? Life- can you just be it's so lifelike? <laughs> can you be just an artist and like this is your medium? Like I get, like I do blue on blue. Yeah, dude, Reddit's blue got like blue, pixel, pixel art. They have a subreddit for pixel That's- art, and, so- and it's animated and it's sick sometimes. It's fucking tits. Like, uh, I mean, you look at it, it straight up looks like Fallout 2. Uh, I mean, it's got that, like, can run on a Windows 98 type vibe, PC oh, game type vibe. 100%. Um, it's, but it's, it's very, very sick looking, honestly. Uh, we were just, you know, off air, we were just talking about how there are uh, islands made of trash. And, like, basically, mm. this is your, like, you crash land on, on a fucking a, on, planet made of garbage. And then you're like, I gotta get out. I gotta figure out how to get off the uh, trash island. This is fucked up. You're eating some, like, bad pizza. Space pizza. Um, <laughs> dude, a little, I don't, maybe space pizza is fire. I it don't might know. be good. Space Wreck is the kind of game where your stats really affect uh, what you can and cannot do. A character with low speech skill isn't just bad at talking, they're an introvert and very limited set of options when they start the conversation. A strong character, a stronger character is obviously Jack, <laughs> and NPCs will respond as such. Whoa, player. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> stop flexing on me, bro. Hey, cool it, chief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a space mechanic, bro. I don't need any of this guff. Uh, a good engineer and tech guy could rig traps for enemies or hack into workstations, while a person who's bad at tech is definitely 100% better off never touching a computer. So that's really neat that, you know, that's why the game, I guess, is so short, is that you can just play through these different Several ways. different ways. Quickly. Just beating ass. Just like, just, <laughs> just like, you go up to talk to somebody and they're, and you're too stupid to do it and you just, you just crush them. <laughs> and you're like, all right, problem solved. Hey, if it works, it works. People who enjoyed the games like Disco Elysium, Citizen Uh-oh. Sleeper, and Narco, uh, Norco, 
Uh, we'll probably benefit from checking out Space Wreck. It's a clear takeoff from um, a modern tabletop RPG mechanics that inspired those games. Driving uh, you right into a maw of circumstances Whoa. as you either succeed or don't. I think that's how they are. The maw. That, that's yeah. The, that's a good indicator. That, that is. Not yeah. American. Uh, maws are usually success. Yeah. It's success or no in the maw. Uh, <laughs> and let the dice lie where they fall. Mm. Um, at just a few hours long, this playthrough, you can really get into, uh, get in there and enjoy the consequences or failures of success or success without feeling like you've wasted hours of playtime. Okay. You can find Space Wreck on Steam for $17 US or 10% uh, or 10% off for another few days. Okay. Uh, wow. Neat. 17 bucks. Yeah, that's not, I mean, the game looks really tits. It's one of these games that just looks tight, you know, like it's indie. It's doing some seriously cool it's shit. It's not expensive, and you're probably going to have a good time playing it. You'll get a lot of value from it. It looks heady, too. Like, I mean, like, like, dude, look at Space Jesus down here. Oh, damn. Dude, he's like fucking... He's probably, is that a hood, or is that a hair? I think it's his hair. Oh, okay. I've decided it's his hair. Yeah. Like a, a Minshew, the, Going the th- quarterback for the Colts. Wow, that's how it kind of looked. He uh, Garner Minshew the second or something. Yeah, or the third. He could have been a, a three. Oh, I can't remember. Man, he had such a look with his little there. That little headband that they wear, the quarterbacks, right? It really the makes them ones. It makes yeah. them look girly, and it's like that is a big dude. Like, do you play volleyball? Right. You know, it's like <laughs> I don't know what it's 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 feminizing. Y'all gotta. Y'all got to do more steroids. Why, why am I, Put it off. Why am I attracted to that? Yeah, it's just I don't cute. get it. Why did he look why? so cute? I just like wanted to kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I we're gay. To, no, I'm just kidding. I just wanted him to nuzzle <laughs> me with his big beard. My girlfriend would be very surprised. <laughs> so as it turns out, I guess you're gay. Um, and you told the world first. Mm. Not me. Yeah. Live by the podcast. I buy <laughs> Exactly. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, this I'm looks gonna, neat. I'm gonna buy that game. I'll I'll put my money where my mouth is. I'll space wreck. I don't give a fuck. I bet it plays great on the deck. I bet space deck is space wreck for lek. Oh shit. Respect. <laughs> oh shit. No, nah, it looks great. Uh, honestly, this another indie developer. I'd like to you know put some dollars in the pocket. Wait, of. did they say the name of the dev? Uh, it's Paris Entertainment is who put it out. But as far as who bought it, beep, 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 or who made it, it is, Jesus, who made it, who made you, well, who made you space wreck? Just give it a little goog. It's, uh, Paris Entertainment. Yeah, Paris yeah. Entertainment, I just, SIA. I doubted myself, but I was right. Paris Entertainment. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, software. Never doubt yourself. Not again. All right. Um, all right, well, cool. Moving on. Look at this fucking... This is pretty neat. Kevin, are you going to tell us about yeah. the analog 3D plays? I sure am. Uh, so, we have a it's Game not Informer 3D plays, article. I just got halfway through the title and stopped. We have a sick Game Informer article here. Back, uh, some of you may remember Game Informer used to be a magazine. That's paper that you would read with news on it. Mm-hmm. And that's... Who does that anymore? Uh, we got an article here by Wesley LeBlanc. The analog 3D plays Nintendo 64 games at 4K resolution will be releasing next year. Uh, the analog pocket is a retro handheld marvel capable of playing your favorite Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games on its beautiful screen with modern sensibilities and technology. Simply put, put it's the best way to play a Game Boy game, assuming you can get your hands on the always sold out device. Now, analog is targeting the N64 catalog with its next device 
the analog 3D. Analog shared an image, and by the way, when they say shared an image, uh, tough, tough to say what they're showing me it's are a, really pictures. It's a very abstract picture. Definitely showing me art, um, you know, very beautiful art, but uh, it's not really showing a lot. Uh, analog has shared an image of what appears to be the device. Although the full look at it is obscured, you can view the, it at the top of the article, but below it as well. It uh, released along to- alongside today's news, teases what uh, appears to be a sleek, black, and faithful recreation of the N64 controller. Uh, it just looks like a shadow, just lost in the mist there. Uh, Analog says the 3D device uh, will feature 4K HDMI output, its proprietary Analog OS, wireless Bluetooth, and 2.4 gigahertz wi-fi <laughs> it will also have four original style controller ports presumably so that players can use their original n64 controllers with the 3d company says the 3d's 4k output allowed us to allowed us to oh. created in co- oh okay so okay did you did you look up a picture of what it actually looks like it looks the, the pocket yeah like, it's, so it's it like, a, like game a game boy. boy and you can put the actual cartridge so in. this will look like an n64 controller with the screen on top of it no 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 this is it's uh the same deal it's gonna or? be a box and controllers like straight up like the old console oh i uh my bad mm. i didn't i thought i was Thinking this was a handheld device. Uh, I mean, that would be sick. I'm not going to lie to you. If you find a way to build a screen into an N64 controller and play the games on it, right. that would be gnarly. It would. Uh, okay. and, and the okay. reason, like, this is like, uh, oh, man, I have Oh, every, now the photo looks like, now it makes sense what you're saying. Every N64 game, like, I still have, but, like, I can't get an N64 anymore. And also, is you know that, how you put your PlayStation? Yeah. Is that you the can controller? Find it. Is that the controller? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can see some of it. What he's doing is real, by the way. Uh, yeah, where you can like tilt it. Yeah, and try you're and like catch, killing like... the gamma. Like you're like, <laughs> tell me, show me. Let me zoom in here and really get in here. Um, so basically, they have built an N64 and they have a super sampler. Well, I'll tell you right now, Skipper, that this has those are the four yellow buttons. Yeah, on the 64. Yeah, it's just up down. So it's real. Like I, it's, it's in, the same. It's like black. They are fucking black. He just did detective work. His his laptop is so bright right now. It's burning a hole in my eyeballs. Brighter. No, that's <laughs> actually too bright. Stop it. Um. So, yeah. So, they built an N64 by themselves. Gotcha. And inside, there's a super sampler that yeah. will somehow make, make an HDMI 4K. into 4K, and right. it doesn't look like shit. Uh, that's surprising to me. I'll let you know that right I mean, now. you're still going to be looking at polygons. Oh, yeah. It, you oh, know, yeah. it's just going to be like the sharpest version of those and polygons. And colorful. Yeah. And, and it yeah. won't be washed out or stretched. Right. Right. It'll be at a good resolution. Um, Analog didn't share more, but the 3D is set to release sometime in 2024. Pre-orders are not yet open, um, but I'm going to be honest with you. This is one of those things that if you're if you just heard me and you're horny as fuck, you might as well set a Google alert to when these pre-orders open so mm-hmm. that you can get one. Because these Game Boy ones they made, they're not kidding. That shit is, they're gone. Like, they came out and they were gone. They can't even make them fast enough to fill their pre I believe it. It's, they're cool. Those it's cool, sick. right? Get, I'm going to put you on, though. Listen to how sick this is. Another company makes that, but you just load it with ROMs oh. instead of the cartridge. Okay. And it's like... Oh, bet, dude. And the screen looks great. And like the buttons are like, it's like, it's like this, like, it's like a Game Boy this size. And you can just put whatever game you want on it. And it's like, that's kind of better than that. 
Okay. I'm not going to, you know, (laughs) not not trying to throw shade. No, not at all. I'm just saying like, you know, if you're like, oh man, I'll never get a Retroid Pocket. It's like, you could get an R35 GS. I'm just saying. Uh, but right. I mean, this is pretty cool, especially people like you and I that have a lot of our physical media, like our games and stuff. Like if they put one of these out for PlayStation one, it goes straight out to HDMI. We might already have one. You know what I mean? Right. Cause, uh, that's pretty much the only reason we don't play that more is it looks like dog shit. I need to find, uh, some more PS one discs. Just need to go to disc replay. But I can get a bunch. Of we also need ones. to get in my like we we need to literally we could stream it. We need to go in my attic. We need to raid my childhood for my shit. I have shit, dude. I'm telling you, it'd be a cool premise to like have a couch and like do the podcast while playing like an old shitty game and just put it like yeah, put it up so people could see it. No, that'd be fine. Just playing fucking like Looney Tunes Pocket Rampage. Yeah, on, on the motherfucker. That'd you be know? great. Playing uh, Puzzle Fighter Turbo against each other. That Street Fighter that's also uh, Tetris. Did you ever see that shit? No, it sounds like it'd give me like a migraine. Oh my god, it's like not fun. Like they yeah, were like, like they were like, dude, are you we fighting can make wall- fighting games worse? <laughs> fighting wall <laughs> changing blocks at the same time. Like, yes, you are. I don't know. Damn. Yes, you that are. That sounds very difficult. Um, but yeah, so. I mean, keep this on the radar if you got all your N64 cartridges laying around. Because, I mean, that could be pretty tight. Bet. That is actually really neat that you can, you know, if you still held on to them. They have a, they have a Retroid uh, Duo, like, just sitting at on the shelf at Micro Center. Mm. Like, when we go, I can show you. It plays, like, Genesis and SNES cards. I do need to check that place out. Yeah, it's tits. Especially if they still a have A giant, like... PC like store. PC. Like, it's like and a... 3D, pr- 3D it's, printing. It's like a Dick's Sporting Goods for PC parts. It's like a nerds, yeah. nerds sporting goods. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's awesome, and people are straight up hanging out there, like they're just like shooting the shit. Sup, dude? dude just pro- hanging by the mice processors. <laughs> am I right, dude? For real, <laughs> dude. People at the 3D print, like they're like timing it. They're like, like I gotta see it. You know, I gotta see it happen. They're watching uh, filament, watching filament demos. I want to do the racing. Uh, they got a racing setup in there too like the sit in the car racing rig yeah and it looks tight you know and it looks cool like and i want to like go up to a like a child and be like yeah that's enough twerp fuck out of here just get beat up by a tall dude Mm -hmm. bet all right yeah i got (laughs) no no that sounds i got plans (laughs) (laughs) no i can't wait to beat up kids it's gonna be great (laughs) all right wonderful all right last but certainly not least uh we got so this is what? What is this? Tweak Town. <laughs> Dude, we did tweak this town. one a little while ago. We had did, another it a Tweak, tweak town. town. We had a Tweak Town it a, a few episodes ago. It did seem kind of familiar. Tweak Town. Um, this is an article by Derek Strickland. Strickland Propane. <laughs> uh, Dude, God damn it. Games near Bobby. $350 billion annual revenues, <sighs> EA exec says. Wow. $300 billion. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. Uh, I hate that. I mean, I guess I don't hate that. It's just like, I'm sure this is not. What does that say? I can't even see what that says. Is it down here? Oh, how much it's made or the industry's been growing. Yeah. And what and how it's like growing over time. Yeah. All right. Uh, The video game industry is bigger than most people realize, commending revenues of several hundred billion dollars. 
Uh, every quarter, video, video game publishers make one thing very clear. Gaming is by far the largest entertain, entertainment medium on the planet. Hmm. Uh, but how big is it really? Con- uh, concrete figures are hard to come by, and the total sum of yearly earnings can vary depending on which analyst firm is reporting figures. Shame. Uh, that being said, executive... Since some of them are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but it's like, what metric are they doing it by? And you know, Yeah, and how much info can they get a hold of? Because like some of these right. companies aren't public. Right. They can just say, no. <laughs> yeah. That being said, executive level management at the top of gaming publishing uh, have uh, the most up-to-date information available. Mm. According to EA Entertainment... Uh, president, Intertar- Entertainment Arts Entertainment, uh, <laughs> President Laura Mayel. <laughs> Gaming is expected to be nearly $350 billion. Um, there's 3.5 billion gamers in the, rising up in, <laughs> in the, the world. world. <laughs> so they are certainly noticing that, that we're creating and it's close to $350 billion industry. Um, so it's significant and certainly outsizes some of the media, uh, movie, TV, uh, and TV content for sure. Okay. Um, like last year it was $299 billion. What was the red social cause casual game? So that's our phone games. Oh, okay. So like, look at, let's look at this year, 2023. This is, uh, these are projections. Social casual gaming is considered the, the. Phone, phone, phone and Facebook games and no shit like shit. that. Yeah, two, so th- look at the market share. Dude. Two, like, this is why, th- like, in this year alone, forecasted from 2021, in this year alone, $185.8 billion will be made from fucking Candy Crush, dude. And Microsoft just bought Candy Crush. Yes, they did. And do you know the cum inside the fucking lining of pants over there, <laughs> dude? Like, I... We've been we have been reporting for a year about how Microsoft was going to buy Activision Blizzard. They put out their own fucking hype reel. They called it Activision Blizzard King. That's the phone shit. King? King? That's King Media owns all that. Damn, dude. We need to what we need to do is is uh make a a game for uh, uh uh phones. And then like there's Milk. one point. There's one billion people in India. There's one billion people in China. Just get like, some of them hyped on it, right? Yeah. Just do it. Like, just be all be like shade, not shady, but like kind of like icky about it, and just like, like exploit their culture a and like, of the like whatever they think is cool. Just make a game based on that. Yeah. And then you know, make money. So basically, like PUBG, and then when you win, like you right. get ahead, you get top. You get some sloppy top and your social credit goes up. Wow. Sick game. Dude. D- gnarly game, hey, honestly. It's only like 400 yen. I don't know if that's a lot or a little, but I think it's a little. It'd be four bucks. Is it four about, bucks? About four bucks. About, Is uh, it yen a penny? It's, it's um, you know, it's about 89 cents to a, a hundred yen by my recollection. Okay. Right it is. It's like a, it's like a short penny 750 yen yeah you know five bucks and then six bucks and for then the maybe game. like after three months we get a bunch of people on it then we 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 do the battle pass mm. see that's the part that i don't know about like i think i could make a game but i don't know how to maintain a game i don't know how to add to a game i think you like, get i think you a you get a you get kind of you're probably gonna have to like have a bank of people kind of having different sure. ideas and then you also just steal 
like from other like you go, what are they doing? All right, do well. I reckon, do that. I reckon that like if you have a game that's like you're selling for a dollar and it starts getting really popular and you start getting enough money that you can hire people. You know what I mean? And then you can start building like that, right? Yeah. No, yeah. And th- and now you're an empire. Yeah. Now you're fuck. Now you're you're just selling widgets. Now you're dog fuck industries. You right. know what I mean? And now you're DFI. Yeah, now you're dog fuck soft. There's like a gnat in here. <laughs> oh, what the no! fuck is going Get on, him. dude? Dude, dude. It's attacking me. Just crunch him, just dude. <laughs> suck him out of the air with my nose. That would be so gnarly if you did. What did that. I do to do deserve this? Dude, it probably is lived it in that computer, I dude. Just, I was looking at my plant more than anything. <laughs> oh shit. There's nature in here. I know. He's probably loving on that nature. He's like, dude, I was born in this motherfucking plant, dude. All right. But uh, so basically, you thought 180 billion was a lot for phone games to make. They're saying in three years, it's 250. Even from phone games. But console games, the actual shit we care about, console and PC games, that makes up 75 billion of the 350 billion that it'll be worth in 26. Integrated video game advertising. Why is advertising... Like, that's how much advertising they're Makes, gonna- like, from games that, like, have straight-up ads in them. Oh, shit. Like, like, that's how many pennies have been generated from people watching ads while they're waiting to click more shit on Clicky Clack. You know what I'm saying? On, right. On Click Farm. <laughs> on... Crunky clunker. Well, they don't say how much it's they they don't say how much they spent on advertising, or no, or how much they get back. Yeah, this is that's just they pure just, profit. Yeah, or you know what they're saying. Huh. Um, that's a lot of money, man. Also, look at the rise. Look at the ten year rise. Like we're looking at uh, let's see. Wait, if they're saying it's a three hundred and fifty billion dollar, it's fifty. That so it's been a hundred. It was a hundred and ten billion dollar industry in twenty seventeen, and now it's three fifty at twenty twenty six in nine years. That's exponential. Yeah, but where the, where did they get the three hundred fifty billion? Oh, this is just straight up what Forecast, they could track. Straight forecasting. Well, I mean, twenty one. Yeah, so they're seventeen to twenty one is real numbers, and then after that, it's just like that's oh, what they think. So it was even bigger than what they projected, right. for this year. Yeah, holy shit! By a hundred million dollars. I know. I know. That's insane. That's like a lot. It's. It's just nuts. Also, um, I'm going to come out here and be the first to tell you, I did not know the the president of EA was a lady. Fucking French lady. She's out here slamming it, dude. For some reason, I thought I knew that EA was a French company. Mm. Or no, am I thinking... Think, Ubisoft, Ubisoft is, is French. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. But you know, nowadays it doesn't matter because like she could be from Montreal. They got so many fucking game studios in Montreal because the tax credits. Right. I mean, do you fucking my a dollar here is worth fucking eight in tax credit in Montreal if you're working on games, and that's why everyone's got a studio there. Damn. Yeah. This. All right. So uh, let's see. Um. Da, 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 this number is larger than even the forecast. Uh. Uh, that I have seen back in July 2000, or 2022, PricewaterhouseCoopers publish, uh, published <laughs> its gaming forecast model that predicted <laughs> industry revenues would break $250 billion in t- uh, 2023. Uh, this is one of the highest end of analyst predictions. Okay. Um, Miley 
uh, Malay <laughs> or whatever her name is. Not Meal. I have Meal, no idea. M I E L. Yeah, I think it's Meal. Meal uh, goes on to touch upon the cornerstones of EA's new gaming, uh, new business model: play, create, watch, and connect. These four pillars of society are the foundation of everything that EA wants to accomplish moving forward, ranging from single player games like respawns Jedi series to live games, uh, with user generated content like the Sims and skate, uh, and as well as heavy hitters like the new EA FC engagement, uh, machine. (laughs) I'm sorry. The new, the, the, why did they the call new the new EA... football game? Why did they call the new soccer game an FC engagement machine? Football club. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. The thing I most uh, quote the thing I'm most excited about is what gaming brings to culture. What gaming breaks? Uh, what what gaming breaks to society? Maybe That's this a isn't weird... a very good translation. That's a weird sentence. Uh, gaming is certainly about play. People are creating. They have creative self-expression in our games. They're watching other people play our games. And most importantly, they're socially connected around all of this. And so it's a sizable industry. A lot of people play games. Yeah. As uh, for future growth, um, Meal uh, sees lots of potential to engage in Capture Gen Z uh, and the emerging Gen Alpha. Oh, I haven't heard that before. Gen Alpha? Gen- generations of gamers, which... I was my understanding that Gen Z is not as in, in, uh, intrigued with gaming on consoles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, They're in a phone world. Excuse me, but that's the bit. Yeah, and that's the biggest growing portion of gaming. We are incredibly inspired by that, and we have such a runway and such growth ahead of us. We think that uh, Gen Z and Gen Alpha, uh, they have grow, uh, they have grown up. This is their number one entertainment medium, the preferred choice. So the idea uh, that this is ahead of us. And they are just entering into market, and the generations behind them. I'm optimistic about growth ahead. Still, I'm optimistic I'll be able to squeeze money out of them as well. Yeah, the children. There's lots of money to be had. Yeah, lots of money. Um, I mean, I find it interesting that I I find it I I think maybe a little optimistic to say this is this is Gen Z and Alpha's number one entertainment medium. Um, just because games have a way of making money that movies don't. And TV right. doesn't, you know what I mean? Calling that the biggest medium is kind of a stretch to me. It's kind of philosophical in a way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I wow, movies like Hollywood, yeah. movies yeah. Big, only two hundred eighty-three billion. Wow. I mean, you would think there's a lot of movies in twenty-two. Out. Yeah, but that's a lot of money. Two hundred eighty billion dollars. Damn, I can't even think of that many good movies I saw in 2022. Yo, movies are kind of trash now. Like they are. You the, only get a fire one every now and again. Yeah, it, the time it, of like, I feel like honestly, the that movies kind of peaked in honestly like 2010, early 2010, like 15, 10, like since. like maybe that was like on the way, like getting over the hump. Maybe it was like 2006, end of or in two, beginnings of 2000. I don't know, but right. Um, no, I, I I see what you're saying because like you occasionally get like some bangers, but they were like like movies used to be like a big deal, a big deal, man. And now like it's when like, Die Hard, cares? like a Die Hard would come out, yeah. people would be like going crazy for that shit, and they'd be at midnight releases and stuff. And now people don't give a fuck right about anything. 
Like, would you go see a midnight release of anything at all except for the next to the Batman movie? I mean, that possibly, yeah. But, but like, also, I don't want to see it at midnight because I'm like, that sleepy. Was what I was gonna say next. The only reason I ever went to go see a midnight release was because my family, my family kind of did like uh, I didn't even read the Harry Potter books, but, but they were into Potter. They were like huge into Harry Potter. They were harried and up. You know, there's times where I like showed up to a Harry Potter, Harry Potter midnight release drunk. You know what I that's mean? That's fire. Like, no, that's great. <laughs> just I um I had skipped like uh no shit. I had skipped like five movies, like four or five of them, and then my friends were like, "Yo, got an extra ticket to go see the very last Harry Potter movie at midnight downtown." <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, bet." Sure. You're like, I guess out of context. Well, I was Did you like read the books. Or? Yeah, I oh, had read them all. Okay. Yeah, uh, like way before the movies came out. Sure, I nailed those. Sure, but. I uh I just was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. And yeah, you you can get you can get pretty blazed and go, you know, see a midnight release and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, on here, Did, nail some popcorn and be like, I'm not even gonna sleep. I'm gonna be sick. Like, I'm gonna go to sleep after this with right. all this popcorn and butter in my. <laughs> it's I don't know. Most it's kind movies, of torturous. Mo- most movies now that are like are making big money are like Marvel movies, and those are even starting to suck. Yeah, so, yeah, I heard those are kind of dog shit now. And the Flash was I well, mean, that's DC. That's DC, obviously, they've but, been uh, having problems. They've always that had movie problems. was poo poo pee pee, and and it wasn't good. supposed to be. It was, I mean, it was funny, but was it supposed to be that funny? I don't know. I have no idea. It was well, I think it was supposed to be a little funny, but it was a little too much. They like leaned on that. They're like, look, uh, Ezra's. Funny and like not, you know, not as crazy. Yo, you know? he he didn't steal a kid. He, would never do that. he didn't have an altar, <coughs> an altar to himself. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's uh, fucking Ezra, dude. Well, yeah, you know. Uh, no, but I I I feel you. I just think that uh, I just think that like games can like continue putting out content and selling stuff in a way that like other mediums can't. So I we'll see. We'll continue to see it hoard out. Just strung out by people like Laura Meal. Yeah, honestly, you know, we'll see them continue to just rip apart our beautiful industry that we love. And then maybe one day it'll crash again. And only the people who will make games are the people who will want to. Right. That'll, that could be neat. I mean, that could be good. That affects people, you know, that affects, you know, people that work in that industry. But as a person that just like likes playing video games that are good. Yeah. And that for, for the know, quality. Even. I mean the op- not the, like like we're talking all encompassing good like it has a good plot the st- the gameplay is good it's fun the, it's, it's not broken yeah. it, it yes. fucking runs yeah it, uh, exactly it, it was marketed as what it was <laughs> you know um, just shit like that that deserves your dollar yeah uh a game where you like want to go on the subreddit to see more cool stuff about it mm. not to complain about it mm. and uh few and far between mm. few and far between anymore we need more Daves. Dave the Divers. Need more Daves. Yeah. Uh, need more people like uh, From Software who are just like, yeah, we only put out good games. You can wait for my good game. I'll put it out. As it should be. Yeah. Man, fuck, fuck all you like kids that are just, I need this shit right now. Yeah, I, you know like, what? Fuck instant it. gratification shit, dude. This TikTok may be ruining. Have you heard? I mean, we, I won't. I won't uh, belier the point anymore, but have you heard, this is maybe the boomer shit I've ever said, (laughs) that TikTok, like, the babies are watching TikTok and it's, like, actually, like, destroying their fucking tiny attention span because they can't, like, 
They're like, I need about 50 dopamine hits in the next four minutes. It's going to have super depressed kids. I don't want that. I, I, I don't need a bunch of fucking Kurt Cobain ass eight no, year olds, dude, dude, walking around just like, what's the fucking point, dude? Just crushing a beer. Pretty much like millennials. I thought that like the pessimist pessimism and was high uh, enough. High, yeah. And, <laughs> and not being in like instant gratification was like at a level that was already not acceptable. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> all time high. And then like, like the under generations were like, I love it. Yeah. It just kept going. They just took the baton and kept on going. They're like, what if you made an app that was like ecstasy for your brain for free? The shit that they have now is stuff that I like dreamed of when I was a kid. Like, you know, like versions of like, I can't, I wish I was, I remember specifically like I was in a tree and I was like, I wish I could just like play a video game right here. Right now. You know, that wasn't like my Game Boy, but yeah. like a real, like a real video game. And now and, you can. Yeah. And you can, you straight, can straight up, up climb a tree right now. Yeah. And you could play fucking Crisis 2, bitch. Yeah. You could be skydiving and pl- play a game if you really want A good ass game. You could fucking, you could be on a mountain in a pot playing get over it, getting over it. I mean, that's where you could be right now. You straight up. I I always say, dude, those fucking, those kids will never like you kids playing Skyrim on your way to your Florida vacation, just playing a full fledged 80 hour RPG, just, (laughs) just jamming. And like, we were literally just like, well, I guess I can do two more hours of Tetris. Yeah. Bing, 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 bong. Bing, Maybe bing, I can bong. get further into level 11, but I probably won't. Oh, or you're just like, I mean, I only beat Mario 2 three hours ago. Maybe I'll jam it again. Like, mm-hmm. you, we had six games, and they were like NES quality games. Just it's true. The shit was whack. It was whack. I mean, I'm glad that I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm glad that th- all these things exist. Yes. I'm super hyped that they exist, but it's just like, damn, at what cost are we doing this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out oh, what cost. No doubt. We will find out. Deadass. <laughs> yeah. That's just how time works. Absolutely. Baby. baby. All right. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us and listening to our podcast. Absolutely. Uh, we fucking love you. We really do. Um, you put wind in our sails. Tell your friends. And um, if you love us. Yeah. You should support us at soundgod.com slash get in the car gamer. Even if you don't. And on Spotify. Tell us if we you suck. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Come be Holly. like, what the hell is this? Parlay. What with are you us. doing? Yeah. Hey, we will. We will parlay with with ye. <laughs> <laughs> Proposition Joe. Yeah, yeah. We love we love uh we're HBO people now. We're very we're very sophisticated. Yes. Um we're also a live Twitch show at uh twitch.tv slash get in the car gamer. Twice a week you can uh watch us podcast and be a part of the show. We really love when people come around for that. And uh <clears throat> you can find us like I said at twitch.tv slash get in the car gamer and our past episodes are everywhere you can find podcasts. So please check us out there. We would really appreciate it. And until next time it's time to get out of the car my gamers. Later, guys. Bye-bye. Love y'all. Turbo edition. Oh, this, this is great. Oh, no. <laughs> the button's gone. I was down and I was like...